Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word "Do Good Better" at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, with me is... Happy Birchner. Yay, we did it. Um, We're here because, again, it's Thursday, and Thursdays are our days to be on the podcast to talk about uh, issues that you have and the questions that you have brought to our attention, either through website or uh, Facebook Messenger or desperate text messages mm-hmm. or emails in frantic modes. And we have a great one today. I mm-hmm. feel like this is a good topic to talk about. Can we just point out, though, how many modes of com- communication there is nowadays? Yes. Like, I remember the good old, just the telephone remember that? or the mail, snail mail. Now it's like, you can communicate anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Okay, anyway, moving on with our question. Okay, our local college football team runs this town during the season. Mm. I wonder, I wonder, wonder who, who could, we're about. wonder who that could be. <laughs> so much so that it feels like everything else is forgotten. Is there a clever way we can tie ourselves to their success without breaking our ad budget? Good question. Um, first of all, I would say your ad budget doesn't need to be um, broken around a football season. I think yeah. people get overly excited about advertising at games and during games mm-hmm. and things where, you know, people are 28 Bud Lights in watching a football game that's a blowout after the first quarter. And nobody really cares mm-hmm. uh, as much. Um, good for you, uh, people who potentially could be sponsors of this show that also advertise on local and regional football teams. However, um, I think there are more creative ways that you can engage an audience who's actively participating or watching um, a football game. One of the things would be, um, are there or is there a player, a coach, uh, or a super fan of that team that's associated with your organization currently? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I that's feel like there's, I feel like there's, if you're an organization who I don't know, uh, is a rescue organization for animals, you know damn well there is somebody on that giant roster of 148 people who probably loves dogs or cats. Right. So there's probably some sort of connection there. If not, is there a coach or some sort of uh, individual within the athletic department that is uh, very attuned with what your mm-hmm. mission statement is? Or... Who's a super fan? You know your donors better uh, than most people. So, like, who is on the fan list that you could tap into to say, hey, listen, would you help, you know, come up with a creative solution to talk about some of those things? And I think, too, you'll be surprised. So, say your donor is a super fan. You'll be surprised by how many people they know that they'll include in this that you can reach out to. And all of a sudden, you have an entire team (laughs) supporting you. Exactly. I think there's so many people who are involved with a football team. If you are a local or a regional uh, nonprofit and you've got somebody in your in your Rolodex who you've seen wearing a sweatshirt around town or whatever the case may be, I think that's a really easy one. Again, goes back to us just hammering. 
Third-party endorsement, exponentially better than first-party solicitation. So if you have somebody that you associate with, with an athletics team who is talking about how awesome you are in the first place, that is something that significantly that you have to consider uh, as far as your marketing plan. And again, that doesn't cost you a penny. Somebody tweeting about you or somebody using Facebook to talk about your, uh, your nonprofit and how much they like it, maybe in school colors during the game, like, hey, you know, it's as important as getting a first down here in the next drive supporting this organization. You can have fun with this. Well, and I like too how earlier you mentioned that it doesn't just need to be at the football game or even really during the season. Like let's say you are a rescue um, and you want to take pictures of the team, you know, a few members walking the dogs in the summertime. And then once the like football season happens, you can repurpose those ads and turn it in a way of like support your team, but also look at how much they support us. It's like thinking long-term and having a plan that's not immediate reactionary. Holy buckets. Uh, that, that's brilliant, by the way, because you're now being thoughtful about the individual who you know is going to be busy during the workout season or traveling or doing the game stuff. And you know they probably want to help, but they know they've got a finite time uh, mm-hmm. that they can do that. So I think that's a wonderful tip and a trick, uh, on how to engage people. And again, you don't limit it to the institution as itself, but here's another thing. Is there a program within the college or university that you would associate well with, right? If you're an individual, uh, organization that works with, um, with kids with developmental disabilities, or you're, or you've got, uh, individuals who are, uh, welfare, uh, welfare group, socially, you know, uh, conscious groups within college uh, or university. They're going to be social workers. They're right. going to be uh, individuals working with um, in government. There are programs at your local college, local university that you can associate yourself with. And how is probably the next question that people are asking themselves. They're always looking for guest speakers, guest trainers, guest um, uh, experts to come in and help uh, bridge mm-hmm. book to reality, right? So can your organization be somebody who comes in and says, I'd love to talk to your class about the reality on the ground from being a social worker? Well, God, of course, they're going to say yes to this. There's only so much that a a teacher or professor can actually, uh, you know, explain without somebody coming in saying this is what's happening currently. Um, Books are outdated the minute they're printed. So this is a really good experience for them. But all of a sudden now your organization has a list of people who've taken that class that are now deeply interested in what you're actually doing in the first place. Right. And I think, too, uh, taking a little spin on that with COVID going on, virtual learning, teachers are probably professors are probably like struggling to figure out how to continue to keep this engaging. So just pitching them the idea of having a guest speaker. Yes. It's a double. It's a double whammy. Use uh, use your educational institutions for as uh, partners in crime for your organization. I think it's a really good camp. So yeah, don't worry about the football season. It's only uh, 12, 13 games long. Worry about the rest of the year. That's really what you need to concentrate on because, it, like, if anything, if you're relying on one thing, and that's the only thing you're relying on from a funding mechanism or exposure mechanism, you are doomed to failure. Make sure that you have multiple legs on your fundraising stool, and this being one of them. Great question today on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Documenting donor information is the most important thing you can do as a fundraiser, as a nonprofit organization. And hey, 
If you don't know where to start and try to figure out where and what system to get, go to DonorDoc.com. DonorDoc is the CRM system, the donor database system. It has wonderful reporting. It has easy-to-use dashboards. Frankly, it's the greatest thing that you will have at your disposal as a fundraising organization. Go to DonorDoc.com. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.